back, everybody, to Flyover Sports. Gosh, it, that, that's weird to say. How long has it been since we've done this? Two years? Too too, too long. I mean, George Kittle was a nobody. <laughs> he was. Do you think, yeah, hopefully he still listen. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm sure he is dead. This might have to be a new feed. We'll see. We'll see what our advertising can do. Well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, there's a lot to catch up on, but in this episode, we have... Uh, we have a new main topic to discuss. Lots, lots of things have changed. You can gamble on sports now. Um, we've replaced the Sixer for those of you that remember. Is it even <laughs> me worth mentioning these things? <laughs> Hi, fans of the podcast. Um, we've already lost other- everyone. They were turn- <laughs> they were tuning in for the Sixer. Yeah, they're like, oh, I'm going to go listen to Revisionist History. They talk left about us, Pat Boone. Um, yeah, well, welcome back. Uh, lots of us. Let's let's just give a, a quick recap. Uh, since we've been away, um, I've had a kid. Uh, people have gotten dogs. People have gotten married. Uh, but I'm going to start with you, Nate. Um, what in the, the sporting world would you like to talk about from uh, the past, I don't know, two years? Um, well, I'll start, I don't know, 24 hours ago. Maybe, maybe that's okay. where we'll go. Um, and Andrew Luck retiring, which is... You know, I feel bad for the guy, but I bring it up because of um, some certain tweets about it, uh, particularly Doug Gottlieb um, claiming Andrew Luck retired just because he was tired of rehabbing and that because he's a millennial and couldn't handle it anymore. Oh, wow. so, <laughs> oh dear. Um, I, hope, I hope Doug doesn't get distraught and go stealing credit cards again. buying avocado toast (laughs) yes you know Um, the my big question surrounding this is is the uh captain andrew luck twitter account still going to be around because i have a great point yeah great point yeah that's a that's a top 50 account for me but for sure for sure Is he just going to disappear from the face of the earth and like go live on an island somewhere? I mean, what's his plan now? So what I do, I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, probably work out with Colin Kaepernick, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, and I'm, back. I'm, I'm betting he'll get an analyst job or a broadcasting job or something like that. He's just, just going to be oh. rumored. Every time a quarterback gets hurt for the next 10 years, oh, you know, luck could come back. So, could you imagine if he took over the Monday night football job? Like, I oh just, boy, I don't know if I could listen to that. <laughs> I can't even do a good impression. Jacob, you kind of look like him. Yeah, I, I try. <laughs> yeah, you know, often people get me confused. Yeah, that, that's um, when you were trying to get into Stanford. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> well, pan out. They. I'm Jacob Luck, his his brother. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I guess uh, kind of along those lines with with quarterback. Interesting stories. How about the Bucks signing Vinny Testaverde? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think what? Uh, they played yes. NFL Blitz on N64 and were like, "Oh, we we need this guy." <laughs> yeah, look at look at all he can do. Yeah, no, the Bucks signed Vinny Testaverde. Again. To do what? <laughs> to run to bomb? <laughs> is this no? This is what? this is, this is I real. Can't, I can't tell if this is serious. Is he coaching? <laughs> I I don't know. No, no, they did sign him. I saw it today. No, no, no way. It wasn't a wash bomb, but yeah, I saw it today. <laughs> yeah, to fill wash. in for Gabbert. <laughs> oh my. Um, well, my recap, um, is, uh, I had lots of personal stuff happen, but it is a a sports podcast. So I'm going to talk about for the first time ever I got, uh, I'm really into hard knocks on Mm. HBO. Mm -hmm. I realized that this might exclude some people who don't watch it, but essentially it follows John Gruden around while he like screams at a bunch of, uh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) those are good reference. (laughs) Knock on wood. If you're with me, man. Um, but uh, it really made me think that they should do this for uh, college athletes. I'd realize then they'd be making money, but um, it would just be super fun to like watch uh, these people work. It's really given me an inside look into how John Gruden is probably not cut out to be coaching a 
pro football team anymore. I think the game's changed. And when he shows up, he's making all these jokes about how soft the players are and how like the compliance NFL compliance people might come bust him for having his players hit too hard. <laughs> I think he's just from he's a product of a different time and he's in the he's in the wrong position. I mean, he's for heaven's sake, he has a player who can't play because he frostbit his foot using cryotherapy. <laughs> Same player also can't play because apparently the helmets are drastically different. Apparently, would you, ever, would you guys ever do cryotherapy? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why? Oh, yeah. I have no sure. reason to. What, would I have to work you know, out first? So <laughs> I have a lot of questions about this. Like, what do you wear in there? I, well, apparently, I honestly, something on your I feet. Naked. I think you're naked. Yeah. No. I believe. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was on Shark Tank. Looking like a jaybird. They're like, you're, like your junk's just hanging out there. <laughs> yeah, how did his junk not get frostbit? <laughs> <laughs> Tweet at him. Say, imagine, say, imagine how, give him so a helmet if he, you could get the answer. That's imagine how gladly. Imagine how uh, you know. I was in the pool. Yes, you I was in the cryo tank. Oh man, the moment there. Yeah, Seinfeld Seinfeld still exists. Oh man. Um, but they are coming out with uh, (laughs) the cryotherapy. (laughs) That's good. Uh, But they are coming out with the hard knocks for college, and Wazoo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Sign well, yeah, he, he says lots of interesting things. Yeah, that'll be good. That will be fun. Do you think he's just that way, or is he playing it up? I definitely think he's playing it up, but mostly he's that way. Okay. Mike, you're talking Mike Leach? or yes. Yeah, people sure. definitely like bait him, and yeah. he takes it every time. Like when he was talking about weddings or whatever. Yes. yes. Like yeah. He could have just said, nice try, guys, but he went for it. No. Uh, to Jacob, what uh, from the world of sports in the last, you know, X amount of time would you like to bring up? Um, yeah, it, it has been a while. Let's see. Well, I I did get my Vinny Testaverde bit in there. I oh yeah, that's right. As a as a big fan, you know, I was hoping to work that angle in some way. <laughs> you know, been a fan all my life because he's been playing that long. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I I. Just got some personal stuff. Having a kid, got a dog. You know, that's that's about it. So I know there'll be at least one listener here who's um, disappointed that I've rejoined here, but that's that's just, <laughs> that, that'd be just fine. Well, um, haters gonna hate. They are and, with you and Drew and Nate. I I don't own a dog. I uh, my question is. How is watching sports with uh, a dog any different than watching it alone? Or maybe it's not different. I guess my dog, it, she's really good about well, if I'm in the basement, she can come up on the couch with me and she'll just lay down and watch. And it's pretty simple, but yeah. Well, I also ask because watching sports with like infants slash toddlers is very different experience. Well, thank you. You really <laughs> paint a picture of hope for me. <laughs> so that's terrific um drew what about you what's your uh recap that you'd like to to bring up here um well let's see yeah it's been a while life is different for all of us really and i i guess i got married i too also have a dog now to answer your question uh, about is it easier is it tough watching sports with a dog um it's fine if you can just let them out and you don't live at a condo association that <laughs> was your condo association stern with you? Is your pet ownership? A World War II work camp. <laughs> so um, very similar parallels. I would like to bring up the uh, new gambling laws in Iowa. Kind of exciting. I got my app today. Went over to Prairie Meadows. Um, put some money in on my account. I, I do find it interesting. You can't re, you can't reload from from your couch. Like you have to physically go to a casino to put more money into your account, which is which is probably a good thing. Um, Wait. 
So you, you you have to register to gamble. So yeah, so there there's this app you download. Okay, what's the app? It's called William Hill. Yeah, Iowa. that that sounds really credible. Is that a person's <laughs> name? Is that a guy? It's, uh, to be fair, it's know. literally the largest uh, gambling company. <laughs> it, sounds, in it sounds like you're just downloading a person's <laughs> name. No, like William Hill is bigger than Caesar, is bigger than MGM. The, the original, oh, the original Iowa gambler. Oh, oh yes. Is that William Hill based in London? He wants bet on you know which would fly faster, uh, Goldfinch or <laughs> who will win in this weekend's battle, the Sioux or the Union the soldiers? Miss <laughs> Oh, so, so you're verified. You're on a list now. So, <laughs> what? What is this? I you, don't. I clearly don't gamble. So, so you download this app. You like take a picture of your driver's license front. And oh back. yeah, this is like, getting better. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, wait. It's, it's probably run, run. I'm gonna pause you. Wait. It's probably run by the Russians. I'm going to pause you right there. This is our main topic for today, uh, listeners. This isn't just for our enjoyment. We are talking about the new gambling laws in the state of Iowa where um, some of us reside. Some of us live in uh, other states where it's still not allowed. But, uh, yeah, Drew, I I do want to hear a little bit because I also got signed up. But I did not take a picture of my driver's license. So continue. You you took a picture with your phone? Did you get in the high rollers club with that? I don't know. I so I download I download the app before I went and I was going through all these steps. The last step is you have to physically be in the casino, but before I got there I was like you know doing the old you know address, take a picture, your license, blah 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 and then the last Blood thing type. you type yeah, social security number, race, other's <laughs> maiden name, yeah, okay. So then um I went up to the fourth floor of Prairie Meadows, you know. Oh. Yeah, the fourth, fourth floor. floor. Yeah, it's mm. up there. The attic. And uh, no, nah, then they just kind of like validate your app, and then you tell them how much money you want to put on it, and you give them that money, and then you're you're good to go. So let's say let's say I wanted to. Yep. So I, I obviously could download the app. Yep. And, you know uh electronically duplicate all of my important forms and documents of identification that should be confidential okay and i can upload them to william hill but then do i have to go to yeah to prairie meadows yep there's like there's several you know you can go to in iowa there's four to riverside nope not on the list not yet you can go to davenport yeah why would I want to go to Davenport? <laughs> but you know, I, I asked the lady. You know, let's say um, <laughs> you gave him scenarios. <laughs> okay, lady. Let's say I lose I all my this, lady. You know, let's. <laughs> you're you're Jimmy Stewart now. <laughs> yeah, let's say I put, you know, all my money on Iowa to win the Big Ten. Okay. You know, can and they obviously won't, but can I reload? You know, can I reload from the couch? You know, just fire fire in a credit card or bank bank account information. No, you have to you have to physically go to the casino and give them give like give a them. stack of cash. Yeah. Yep. Straight cash. I assume, I assume. Yeah. So I have a kind of a side question here. Are we on the main topic now? Because I thought of something that was. Yeah, impactful. Here. Yeah, go we, ahead. Sports gambling spreading across the flyover area. Yeah, what you got? Okay, well, no, this was this is more <laughs> of a recap here of oh, okay. what, well, something that has happened. You might have to do some cutting and splicing on this and put this in the front. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, I I can say it at the end. It's no big deal. I'm Rusty here. Hi, Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> Dad jokes. Well, anyway, no, you mentioned you mentioned Iowa, and it kind of got oh, me yes. thinking about being picked to to 
or you saying that you're picking them to win the Big Ten or whatever. But uh, we actually we had kind of a cool thing for our high school football program. We had AJ Epinesa come down and talk to us. Um, Who's that? Yeah, his, um, I think he might play. Um, we it remains to be seen. But one of the questions that was asked to him, you know, might give some insight to our listeners, and it was how did he feel about kind of playing that that team role with Parker Hesse? Um, and you know, you would expect a five star recruit who, you know, just does work on the field and punishes people anytime he's in there to kind of want the spotlight and be like me, me, me. But no, he he was very supportive of it and said that Parker Hesse was a very hard worker. And you know, I just think that Drew, you might be on to something here with picking Iowa with that that team first mentality. So you can continue with your betting now. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I know Drew did not bet on Iowa to win the Big Ten championship. Drew. Not yet. I haven't yet. I haven't. It's just not he hasn't bet. had enough white claws to make that bet. Not a good bet. I don't know, Drew. but over seven and a half wins. Yeah. That's a lock. That's a lock. Oh, that's the Kirk Ferentz-Mendoza um, line right there. I, I will say, Drew, that uh, line in particular is a really tight line. Like, that's really good. Seven and a half is the correct number. Yeah. If you were the, if you were the bookie, what would you set it at, Drew? If you were trying to make money on that bet, it is yeah. very it is very accurate. They have the it's a tough schedule this year compared to other years. Uh, yeah. Miami, Ohio, very tough. Iowa State is actually ranked, which. I think it's been 15 years or so. Yeah, we better start repenting here. The end times are upon us. That's right. um, I don't know. I think that's pretty. I think that's a pretty accurate line. Seven and a half. It's going to be close. Um, But I think they're going to get over. Um, I was going to share my uh, experience with setting up uh, the account. I too went, but I went um, the first day that the book like opened. I went in Waterloo, and uh, oh, so Waterloo's on it, huh? Yep. And oh, um, was there I, a line outside? Was it like no? Um, they claimed that there are a lot of people there, and they even had a former Cub of whose name I don't remember. Former. Uh, Chicago uh, Cubs baseball player. I don't remember Rapper, who it was. Rapper Rossi, friend of the podcast. No, it was uh, someone, I don't know. I don't know who. Um, but anyway, I got signed up. Um, I guess they did take a picture of my license. I didn't have to do that. And then after I uh, filled out the form to get the app, I said, okay, how do I download the app? They're like, oh, it's not ready yet. I said, what? Oh. They said, yeah, it's not ready yet. So I went home and a week later I got an email saying the app is ready. So I logged in. I was ready to put some money in and it said the same thing. You got to go to the casino to put money in, which I feel like is a trap. I mean, on the one hand, yeah, it's good that I can't just empty my bank account into my sports book account. But uh, I'd like to think we're more responsible than that. Well, I feel but, like it's uh, a way to get you in the door of the casino. Yeah, it's oh, kind of yeah. like it's kind of oh, like yeah. if you were addicted to drugs, and someone was like, oh, "Yes, I can relate." In order, I don't know, like in order <laughs> to get, I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm basically I'm explaining that gambling's addicting, and they are just basically saying, go "Okay, here, I'm going to give you a bunch of money. Now turn around and go lay it down on red or." Or green zero right. if you're feeling up to it. Oh, geez. But how? But how long before they they change that? Do you think? I, I think I they mean, will. Yeah, no, it will change. It will change. Yeah, I but mean, isn't this whole thing wrapped up in legislation here? So I mean, you got to think it's got to go through that in order to change, wouldn't it? Um, hmm. to change know. the rules as they currently are, yes, it would have to go through another. But as it is, it's totally free and clear. There's um. The way it's written out is is um, legal. Okay, but we know how speedy government works. So, yeah. but like if you're someone that was illegally gambling before with a bookie or, or some you know offshore yeah. site, and you can keep doing that without having to actually go physically go to a casino every time. And the way it's set up right now, I feel like those people are 
more likely to keep doing it that way if they don't yeah. have to go to a casino to you know honestly guys we are not that far away from like cashing out in bitcoin or whatever crypto oh, that boy. facebook comes up with yes i got uh, rid of facebook by the way well you might There's want another, to invest in their cryptocurrency another interesting tidbit in my life that's clearly uh, out of place in the show itinerary <laughs> Uh, I have questions about the types of bets. So if I wanted to bet on the Hawkeyes punting from inside their 35 or mm. the opponent 35, rather, um, could I? Yeah, so what I don't there- think a lot of people understand is that William Hill um, has a pr- pretty extensive uh, live betting or what Got they him. call in-play betting. So Love that guy. Um, you can, uh, like... Uh, when a series is starting, you know, when Iowa gets the ball, you can bet whether or not they'll get a first down on this drive, Ooh, whether or not oh, they'll have wow. a turnover on this drive. That um, could be dangerous. Yeah. it's. I could now, have fun with that. <laughs> it's not for every game. And in, in my uh, like assumption slash guessing, I'm guessing it's just for like those primetime games, you know, like the uh, late okay. night Saturday, like college game day games, like your 11 a.m. kickoffs against FCS schools won't have that kind of options. But if it's like a primetime viewing, uh, they usually offer more um, props mm. in, in the middle of the game. So, yeah, maybe not specifically okay. like punting, but you can bet that it will end in a punt. Yeah. How many times will yeah. the announcer say, Ben, but don't break? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I, you, can't bet, you cannot bet on like specific players within the state of Iowa to – do certain things like you can't bet on Nate Nate Stanley whether or not he's gonna overthrow someone or <laughs> you know whether Matt Campbell's gonna trust the process or or win in the dark. You cannot bet on like specific Did individual you say win in the dark. Yeah, yeah. is that, that a saying? Thing. Yeah, that's a thing. You didn't what know that you, you, you didn't you're know? in the dark. You didn't What's know. What's that mean? Now it's prove it. It's prove it this year. Oh, I don't know what it means. But long story short, what does the swarm mean? Nothing. Yeah. All means nothing. Throw <laughs> the boat. It's, it's, just, a, it's, a, it's just a way to make money. Long story call short, it the gaggle, I guess, if they want know, a murder. They don't, they don't want us calling up Nate Stanley and being like, "Hey, Nate, I need you to not throw three touchdowns Saturday, or whatever." Hmm. You know that this so. is probably the right call. The amount of familiarity that um, people in the state have with like college athletes is pretty high. And I'm willing to bet it's like actually pretty high with other states too. So I do think this is the right call. It would be pretty easy to um, get in a kid's head and you only need to look at the history of college athletics and gambling to see, you know, where that Who's might that? happen. Uh, um, um, oh yeah. Ronnie Harmon. Oh boy! Um, well, <laughs> the I mean, old wounds. Well, you gotta you gotta think here too. I mean, the way that the current structures set up of the NCA, I mean, they don't they ain't raking in money off their namesakes here. So, I mean, if if somebody were to call and say, "Hey, I'll give you twenty five grand if you, you know, watch this game," college yeah. student might be tempted. Oh, yeah. Although I don't even think it would need to be that much. I was reading uh, the great ESPN article about um, Donaghy, the uh, NBA ref who rigged all those NBA games. Yeah. He was doing it for like $1,000 a game. Really? Which, okay, like all of a sudden you think about like, well, there's 60 games, so that's $60,000. But He ain't throwing them all, though. Yeah, and he even said like – there were some games that were just too far out of hand for him to impact. Hmm. So anyway. Yeah, no, I think that's a smart move, not betting on specific players. Yeah. Um, but I think this podcast is going to lean towards giving out uh, some, some gambling um, ideas. And uh, I think later in the show, you're going to hear some from me. I have some, uh, I have, you know, my lock of the week. And if you guys want to think about yours, I know I'm putting you on the spot, but I've got uh, some. Th- the Hawks are 21 and a half, but we can talk about that in uh, a later segment. Does anybody want to add anything about uh, gambling becoming legal in the state of Iowa or other states? 
I'm just kind of interested to see how it plays out. I mean, I, I, obviously, you can tell from my banter, I'm not a serious gambler by any means. But, you know, I'm interested to see if, if you know, maybe I, maybe I get there. Maybe I download Mr. Hill's app and send him all of my information. But I definitely wouldn't be. Right now, I'm, I'm out. I'm on the sideline here because it's I have to drive to either Des Moines or Davenport. Yeah. So what I like about it is it it puts it more in the mainstream and and some people won't, won't like that for even like religious reasons or moral reasons. But I think um, if people are willing to talk about the stock market and the things that affect the stock market, the very type of same speculation affects betting markets. So guess what? Yesterday, um, Andrew Luck retires and he then all of a sudden the futures for the Colts gets taken off the boards everywhere. You can't even bet on the Colts mm-hmm. right now. And that's because people are speculating that they won't be as good. That's probably a good guess. But uh, that's the kind of stuff that moves markets. And that's, to me, the kind of stuff that's fun to talk about is, mm. is how will this affect people's certain numbers? You know, um, the Colts were like uh, big time favorites. I think they're like minus 180 to win their division. Mm-hmm. And now they're off the board and all the way when they come back on the board, it'll be like five to one, six to one. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah, I saw a guy bet a thousand dollars on luck to win the MVP Ooh. in July. So, and, and sometimes those get graded as no action, but that for like, if he were to get injured this year, the bet would have stood. So yeah, the bet stands. That's just a, it's kind of a bad bet anyway. MVP. Yeah. That's yeah. Even I know that that's pretty reckless. Yeah. I drafted him on one of my fantasy teams. Well, that I feel for you because that was a, that's a pretty good draft pick. Everyone wants to hear about my fantasy team. So, (laughs) Ooh, that's a really good segue, Drew. Well, we're going to, end this topic and head into our, our new topic that replaces the sixer. We're going to call it the three and out. I kind of have a feeling other people in the sports media world have this as a segment title, but uh, let's pretend like it's original. <laughs> yes. Yep. This it's is ours from us. Yep. All right. So Nate, I, guess, uh, I understand you have some three and out yeah. questions for well, us. We'll go with the first down then uh what's the worst type of tweet uh tweet about um somebody tweeting about their fantasy team or about how their march madness bracket is doing i got this one it's definitely a fantasy football tweet and i think simply because of the duration of time of fantasy football you know the length of the season compared to the month of march you know plus i mean if, if you're reading a tweet about a, a bracket, chances are you've heard of these teams or, you know, maybe there's a few miscellaneous ones sprinkled in there. But I don't know about you, but a lot of times people are talking about fantasy stuff and they name these players and I just have no idea who they are. It's like, make sure you pick up William Hill to fill in for today's <laughs> flex position. Like, who, Bill who Hill. does that person even play for? Like, so I I would definitely go worst tweet goes to fantasy football tweets. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm going to make mine short because uh, I think you guys have good takes on this. But for me, it's also fantasy football. Um, the March Madness is just a shorter period of time, so I have less time to deal with them. Uh, but in fantasy you football, come up with what, an original what I hate thought. the most is when people are like so confident, they're like, oh, Make sure you got, you know, so-and-so on your team because they're going to have a huge week this week. They, It's just a waste of yeah, everyone. How do you know? Yeah, they just don't know. So no one knows. For that reason, and I hate bad beat stories about fantasy football. They're like, oh, and oh, you, yes. see you see the Dolphins game where they he took a knee at the one? It's like, yeah, that's sports. Right. Now, if it's gambling bad beat, I am very here for your gambling <laughs> bad beat. That's different, though. Fantasy football, uh, kind of the law of averages prevail. And I suppose the same could be said about gambling. But, uh, like, do you guys remember the uh, Patriots-Miami uh, Dolphins game last year? 
Mm, yeah. Dolphins want to see that. Now that's a good bad beat story. That's great. Fantastic. Although I have a hunch yeah. that the Patriots already weren't covering when they lost. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Drew. What, uh, yeah, Drew, what do you got? Well, these both both these situations suck. I'll I'll play a little contrarian and go go with the bracket person. Um, and, and you've got two type of bracket people. You've got one one type is oh my my brackets oh it's over it's busted already it's the first day of the tournament oh, yes. I just don't know why I should even watch anymore my brackets busted and then yes. and then person number two has filled out like seventeen different brackets and the bracket that you know bracket number twelve is they've only missed one and they want to tell everyone about it you know so I I don't know both these. Both these kind of tweets just suck, but I'll go slightly with the with the bracket one. Also, hmm. I did a little research on William Hill. I'll uh, fill you mm-hmm. in on his life later in the show. Ah, William, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Uh, yeah, for me, uh, it's fantasy football. Um, I just i I am interested in your bracket if you're doing super well. I mean, if you hit, you know, the whole first round, you know, that's that's interesting to me. That's really tough. Um, do I care if you made the fantasy playoffs? No, I, I do not. Um, <laughs> the only one thing I do find interesting, I'm not sure which site this is, but they take submissions for the worst fantasy team of the week. So somebody that did <laughs> just terrible, those are kind of funny to me. But um, in general, who cares? Just just save it. Um, we'll go to second down. Uh, we're going to jump into college football with that underway here um and out of these big 10 west coaches which do you think will depart their school first whether that's getting canned or or going elsewhere so scott frost kirk ferentz paul christ or um fitzgerald uh i'd like to answer first um fitzgerald is in such a dream situation he won't get fired and I just have to think he's smart enough to realize that he's in like a really good situation for him. Um, I'm sure they're paying him a lot of money. And so I don't think he's leaving. Uh, I think the answer is Scott Frost from that list. Um, The over under this year for Nebraska is eight and a half. And I'm really hoping that as we get closer to game day Saturday, um, some people bet some Husker fans bet it up to nine. If it gets to nine, I'm emptying my account on under nine. I that's a that's a flyover podcast uh, guarantee. Oh boy, no, Nebraska doesn't have the, they don't have the numbers. They just uh, if you look at all the metrics, they just um, they're going to be better than last year. But last year, didn't they start on six? So how yes. how hard is it to be better than on six? Uh, it's not that hard. So they will have a regression actually. Uh, a progression that's what it's called yep to the to the mean but i think the mean looks like eight wins for the huskers and um even even under eight and a half i I just kind of want the nine so i would push but scott frost is in trouble husker fans are their own uh type of person next um first of all i'm I'm kind of shocked that pj fleck the the row master himself isn't on this list here too well, um, I just thought he would give, you know, yeah. Gander. I I just I, I'm just saying. Uh, I also have to agree with Kenton um, with Scott Frost just because of the pure, just blatant delusional fan base that is Nebraska. Um, but I think it's going to get worse here before it gets better. From my standpoint. You know, I think that they're they're gonna get they're gonna go four and zero, and there's gonna be some yappers out there. They're flap jawing, um, and then I think reality is gonna set in when they play Ohio State finally. Um, so I would say Nebraska simply because of the ridiculous standards that they have um, as far as what constitutes a good coach. Nate, you go first on this one. Okay. Um, For me, you know, 
three of the four are coaching at their alma maters with Frost, Chris, and Fitz. Um, so I'm gonna say it's Ferentz. No, uh, you can't say be he, serious. Yes, <laughs> I think you are yes. drunk, sir. That is not true. Um, I believe he uh, hangs it up before uh, the other three leave. That's interesting. I think I'm going to go a little contrarian here. I'm going to go. Um, I'm actually going to say Fitzgerald. Mm, I think. Cool. I, I think Frost has a long leash in Nebraska. Yeah. I think Kirk. I think Kirk might be uh, there another ten years. I really? think Chris. I think Chris is a good enough coach where. He'll be at Wisconsin for a while, and I think eventually Fritz Fitzgerald is going to realize, you know, I have a there's a ceiling here at Northwestern. Recruiting's hard. I'm going to go try somewhere else. Chicago's team. Yeah. Hmm. It'd be absolutely wrong there. Well, good coach the Bears. All right. Interesting. Okay. Uh, we'll go to the last one here. Third or third down. Um, if you could attend a college football game in any venue, where would you go? Define venue. Uh, a home college football stadium. Okay. So, like, <laughs> not on the moon or – Yes, not <laughs> no, oh, not yes. in Will- William Hill's backyard. Ah, uh, William Hill. <laughs> yeah, the Jags play there every year because they have to play in London every year. Yes. Hmm. All right. Uh, I feel like we've – probably answered this question before uh not to document on <laughs> sorry but uh i'm not sure what my answer was before but i although i've never been to the rose bowl i'm going to say uh i really enjoyed notre dame stadium i know that's not going to be a popular answer with you guys but i just really liked it um the whole thing so my answer is uh notre dame so go to south bend uh shake hands with pete Buttigieg if you get a chance oh, <laughs> Yeah, politics podcast. That's next. That's what we're here for. I'm going to go down to the Bayou. Oh. At Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge. I like that. LSU. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm also. I'm going south. Um, I think I'm going to go to. I. I I don't know. I think I'd like to experience an SEC game day, and I don't know, maybe maybe in Auburn, um, maybe maybe a little Georgia. Um, that's. Huh? I think I would go. I'm going to go a little a little different here. I'd go um, Boulder. Mm. Watch the Buffs. Yeah. When they're good, but that would be my take. Actually, you know, I th- I think I might like to watch a college game in a pro stadium with the alcohol sales from there. Mm. A lot of stadiums are are allowing it now. I so. I appreciate it. Yeah, gambling, alcohol, America's falling apart, guys. Nah. Yes, <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna in, in the hedges. <laughs> I was gonna say Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, but it's. Um. It's impossible to get a ticket there with their sellout streak, and that kind of football. So. You're pandering, Drew. Yeah, yeah, you are. Mm, can't get through that chain link fence. <laughs> um, and so we're are out here. Um, give me something that uh, you're keeping an eye on in the week ahead. Uh, I'll go. The one thing I'm keeping an eye on is for uh, the hype for NFL to continue. And uh, more importantly, the overreaction to the results of the college football weekend. Um, we, we already saw Florida be way overrated at number eight with the week zero game. I think uh, there will be um, Alabama will win by 50 and people will say it's theirs to win again. My hot take this year is Alabama does not make the college football playoffs. They have two wow. losses. They have wow. two losses, and a, an undefeated Utah team takes what would be the fourth spot over a two-loss Alabama team. Wow. Georgia wins the SEC, beating Alabama, giving them their second loss. Hmm. 
Love Pac-12, those edges. Undefeated Utah, although Utah has to get past BYU. Honestly, they could lose to BYU, but the rest of their schedule looks solid. Wow. My ears are burning with that take. Yep. Mm. I can feel it in my plums. um i'm just really curious to see how our uh the teams we really pay attention to here do you know we got iowa state iowa wisconsin even nebraska all ranked um and you could probably easily say maybe all four of those teams are a little overranked at this point so I, i i'm really curious to see how they look week one yeah, I guess I'm I'm looking at college football too, just because that's that's kind of where my big interest is. So, looking forward to that, catching some games. Um, yeah, grabbing some buds. Yep. Uh, for me, uh, we could go on about this topic for a while, but I switched from Directv to PlayStation View, and I'm nervous to see how the view mm. holds up. And mm. that's from channel flipping to the the quality. And all that. So uh be interested to see how it holds up. Yeah, Nate, I recently well not recently, I switched last year to PS View and um I didn't really get the whole football season experience. I think I switched like towards the end, uh when just like the national championship game was on. So yeah, I don't know if it's gonna have enough. I have the Big Ten network. Do I need more? Yes. Oh, I found out the ACC network. No oh. way. But uh there you Drew, go. Drew, do you want to share your um Cable experience? Yeah, so, I mean, we all know DirecTV. Oh. DirecTV has a great product. Um, but they do, they're, too. They're, they're a pain in the ass. So, <laughs> so I moved, like, two months ago. They were supposed to come the afternoon we moved, and they didn't show up. Nobody called. So I called them, and... Uh, you know, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Stonewall, for your inconvenience. And, uh, <laughs> you know, okay. So you're talking to a uh, a fellow Iowan. We got it. We get it. So this is Brad. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Iowa accents, clearly. Yeah. Said, okay. They said the guy that was supposed to come and do the install fell off fell off a ladder. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh no! Come on, man! Like I just, I just had a hard time believing that, you know. Oh, so you think they're lying to you? I, I, I do, I do, I do. So, thankfully, they did end up giving me the installation for free after I had to hassle them about it. I finally said, you know, if I was at a restaurant, this meal would be free. <laughs> And so they gave me the installation for free. Well, then like a month goes by and all of a sudden my basic package just totally shuts off. I can't get most of my channels. So I call mm-hmm. them and, you know, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Stonewall, for your inconvenience. Oh, I just, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, Iowa accent guy. Golly. <laughs> I just, and so um, finally they they figured it out that I was – at my uh, condo complex, like part of my condo fees went to the basic package. So like when I, when I moved that didn't transfer. So they like locked me into another year contract and, uh, Oh, but the so, so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I mean, I just love their product. Um, you know, their DVR service is awesome great channels but gosh i don't know i'm i'm open to i'm open to other avenues at this point but i have to wait a year now no you know drew i've uh had some similar experiences with direct tv um where i signed up and i received the the nfl sunday ticket which phenomenal product again Mm. uh and i suggest or i suggest i requested that it be canceled at the end of the season somehow it was not and i was charged four hundred dollars um and i called them you know i did the online chat with them trying to get this thing taken off and they assured me that it would be never was it was like (laughs) it's like my 
my claims were just ignored. But now, now I'm in a very interesting situation here because Fox, my local Fox channel, is having some negotiation oh, issues no. with DirecTV. Mm-hmm. And so for the past three, four months, I haven't been able to watch Fox at all. That's a problem. Yeah, wow. especially with football season coming up here. So I don't know what to do. I I should be a lot more alarmed than I'm currently. Yeah, you got five days. Right <laughs> is is yeah. Fox News unavailable too? <laughs> no, thankfully I can still watch that. No, I, it, but <laughs> you know, I went, I went nuclear. I tweeted at him. I, I saw that. Yeah. I didn't hear anything. Nothing. <laughs> oh, wow. I think, I think they're giving up. I think they I are think so. they're like, you know what? Eh. Meh. Meh. Hmm. They saw my profile picture. I'm like, ah, this guy looks like he watches TV anyway. So <laughs> we'll, we'll roll the dice on him. He needs us. Yeah. <laughs> he needs us more than we need him. Oh, boy. All right. So well, yeah. I think that, well, that covers okay. it. Yeah. Um, I'm so sorry. Uh, all right, now it's time for our brand new segment. Uh, Nate came up with this name called Kenton's Covers. You can spell covers however you want. We're glad there's not a third, uh, hard C sounding <laughs> name yeah, to tack on the alliteration this. ends there. Three hard sounding C's. Uh, well, yeah, I think you guys can put it together in your head, but uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about betting, and I love your guys' uh, takes as well. This is also the segment where we're going to hear about uh, more about William Hill, who is probably not a real person. It's probably a horse or something. Um, <laughs> they do so love their I horses. Have, I have two games uh, that I'm going to talk about, and uh, by the way, I, I do take this seriously, so if I throw out a, a pick and it's a loser, I do feel bad. Most of the time, I'll be betting them, too. Um, uh, So my first one is Louisiana Tech comes to Texas. I know what you're saying. Kenton, this is flyover country. It's a southern school. Plus, why do we care? Well, I don't really bet teams. I bet numbers, okay? And so here's some numbers for you. Um, Texas has... Uh, had an offensive ISO PPP rank of 115 last year. You guys got to get on whoa. these football stats, man. It's like Moneyball. Um, yeah, you guys didn't know that? It basically means that uh, their points per possession for offense is uh, lacking compared to the rest of the field. And uh, Louisiana Tech uh, had a big upgrade. They also have a terrific cornerback uh, named Amik Robertson. He had seven and a half tackles for loss last year, four interceptions, 12 pass breakups. And the second reason I'm I'm taking this is that um, in week two, LSU comes to Austin, and that's a huge game for mm. Texas. So I think Texas overlooks this first game, and the line was at 21. And I got it at 21, but it has since moved to 20 and a half. Um, I think it's still good at 20 and a half. Uh, it could be, you know, 37, 17. That's kind of what we're hoping for is um, that would be kind of high scoring too, but maybe uh 24, seven. Um, so yeah, uh, that's my first one. My second one is uh, Colorado state goes to Colorado. And the total in that game, I don't totally love uh, betting on totals because they're kind of unpredictable. But I got the total at that game at 61, and it's fallen all the way to 58 and a half. So unfortunately, I don't think it's really worth betting anymore. But I just want people to know I got it when it was at 61. And um, most of the money of the uh, 1,000 or so bets, most of the money is on the under with me. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. So Texas, oh, um, Rams. I want Louisiana Tech plus 20 and a half and uh, the under in the Colorado game. But if you still could, there's a little bit of value. I think 
54 is a better number for the Colorado game. So there you go. There's two winners. You guys have any um, anything you want to add? Yeah, I'm, I've got, in- impressed. I've got a few, uh, I've got a few futures here. Oh yeah, oh. that's it's a good time for futures for season win totals. There's three that have caught my eye. One of them I already um, addressed: Iowa over seven and a half. The other two come from the NFL. Um, one, I think the Raiders are going to be a disaster. Just watching Hard Knocks for sure. They love the camera, especially their head coach. Uh, Antonio Brown is more of a pain in the butt than anything. Uh, David Carr is worried about oiling up his biceps <laughs> rather than throwing good passes. That guy and, too. Uh, and they have Frank Colli- Frank Colliendo is leading their team meetings. <laughs> that was really good. That so was really fun. I've, I've got them at under six wins. And then mm. um, everybody's talking about the Browns. But I think the Steelers are actually going to be better this year without Antonio yes. Brown. So I'm going over nine wins for them. So those are those are three futures that have caught my eye. Hmm. What are you thinking for the uh, the old Skull Bandits up north? Oh man! So I, I did watch their preseason game Sunday. Dalvin Cook had a nice. 75-yard touchdown run. Mm-hmm. Come on. But I don't know if you saw Kirk Cousins' numbers. He was about 3 for 13 for 29 yards. So um, I think the Vikings over-under right now is 9. That's a stay away. And if you're going to bet on it, go under. That's disappointing to hear. If you want to bet the North, bet on the Bears to win the North. The North remembers. Nate, you got any uh, or any? Do you have any questions? You're like, oh, what's? Uh... Uh, I, well, I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of hard terms to to get down here. Wisconsin's glossary. At, Wisconsin's at eight and a half, but the over is plus one thirty five, and the under is minus one fifty five. So you got to bet a hundred dollars uh, to win one hundred and thirty five on the over eight and a half. Hmm. Their schedule is very tough. They have Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State for their crossover, which is that's tough. Um, I don't know. I really don't know how they'll do this year. I think uh, Nebraska is getting a lot of talk, and nobody and Wisconsin flopped last year, so rightfully so. A lot of the attention is. Um, on that Nebraska Iowa game to to end the season, so uh, um, that's, a, that's a tough line. I mean, obviously, I would take the over, but uh, that's tough. I think um, I think they'll be better than last year, though. That's, yeah, that's it's, where I'll it's leave a that. pretty good number. It's pretty good, and that would be the under. So, you think they sneak out an upset win or they sneak out one win that maybe they right. close, then yes. they get to nine. Yeah. So, yeah. The, it, two it of those games are at home. Two of the three. Yeah. So, I think they I can want, do it. I wanted to add the Ohio State uh, number is 10. I hmm. say take the under, man. I think the worst you could do with that is a push. Uh, now, these do yeah. not include bowl wins. So, these are just their 12 regular season games. Okay. Um, just, I know people want to talk about Ohio state, but there's a very strong possibility. They only get to nine. I really, um, new coach. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. New coach, new quarterback. One of the things I don't like though, is like, okay, you, you make a bet for however much you're comfortable with. Then you have to wait till December. Get your money back. If you win. Mm. So that's one thing. Uh, and some of these futures aren't offering like plus money. You know, sometimes it's fun to like bet who's going to win the Super Bowl, like five to one, you know. Right. So. Uh, but I think that covers it for our uh, Kenton's cover segment. And uh, don't worry, we will be keeping track of at least uh, some of these ones we gave out. The future ones will have to wait. But uh 
I feel strongly about the game ones I gave out. So, um, yeah, well, I think that brings us to the end of our first podcast of the 2.0 relaunch. Come on. Uh, our only hope is that we keep this going through the football season and hopefully we get <laughs> guests. Uh, I was talking about this with uh, a listener the other night. I know it sounds like I'm making this story up, but it was a listener <laughs> that is not on the show. Oh, and he was like, you guys had a ton of great guests. And I was like, you know what? We really did. Like, I think it's pretty obviously led by George Kittle, considering he became an NFL wow. star. Yeah, he owes us a thank but, you, I though. Mean, to have the voice of the Panthers, Gary Rima on, to have all those um, sports writers on who um, cover sports for a living. Uh, I think we had like a really strong guest list. So can basically expect a stronger guest list uh, as we head through the season. <laughs> yeah. Yes, AJ Epinesa. Yes. Hey, if, you know, he, in, if he wants to go. Tight ends, yeah. Oh, yes. AJ, would, we could talk to him. If he wants to be first team all pro. Maybe we could get a, a direct TV representative. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be great. Get them on speakerphone. Oh, That'll be, be the pod. They, by, the way, by the way, do you want to hear about William Hill's life real quick? Oh, my gosh. Oh. How did we almost forget? Yeah, let's end with this. So He was born in uh, 1903. Um, Wait, is it a person or a horse? It, it is <laughs> a <laughs> picture. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe there's and, like... Uh, he was a British man. Moved to London at a young age where he started, you know, his uh, illegal bookmaking firm. Um, what time, what time, what uh, time period is this? Uh, 1920s, 1930s, oh. that sort of thing. Okay. Uh, he okay. moved to he moved to Iowa in the late late 40s. Um, what? He sh- yeah, he showed up at the uh, state fair first uh, first Friday of the state fair. Fell in love with it. Yeah. Yep. Took brought his bookmaking uh, uh, to the state fair and uh, started a riot and. Uh, Ever since then, we've had Eastsiders Night. So, just a little William Hill trivia. I think that the payoff was there. That was a long walk, but the the payoff was good. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, dear. You know, I wanted to add I saw a story a while ago from Darren Ravel, um, who I don't think is a good person. Uh, maybe unless he wants to be on our podcast. <laughs> Darren Ravel like Doug Gottlieb. But um he had this story about he had the story about a guy who made a bet with William Hill, not the person but the, the company. The horse about um <laughs> landing on the moon before the nineteen sixties were over. He made a ton mm. of money because of course we landed on the moon, you know. Allegedly, that's true, yeah. But no, he won the bet and paid it out. So that kind of got me thinking like, do you think in the 20s and 30s they're making bets about like World War II battles and how immoral that would be? (laughs) Oh my god, like, oh, today, um, the I don't know, the French Uh, army is is scheduled to defend the (laughs) capital. How do you think it will go? I predict a big. Tide turn in the Ardennes this evening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have one update before we uh, leave. The black cherry seltzer is <laughs> growing on me. <laughs> oh. okay. Not so bad, is it? Yeah. I, Sponsored by Truly. Refreshing. I left the brand name out for, for reasons, but yeah, it's... I'm trying to read the can here. A hint of black cherry. Yeah, you're damn right. It's a hint. But growing on me. I don't know. That's probably a fair place to stop our first episode coming back. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, Hopefully this is coming to you in the same feed. If it's not, tell the people to subscribe and listen. Uh, We're going to have these every week. Um, So recap your weeks with us on your drive to work. Enjoy your Mondays. Uh, Yeah, we look forward to another great season. You guys got anything? Nope. Love it or leave it. Right on. All right. Bye. Bye.